Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. Oh wow, well the show's going to start off with some serious stress because um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, I, I, there's, there's a bit on the list you cannot see, but there's just a few things uh, that literally just happened that I want to just jump right into is that on the notes uh, it said, uh, new person at day job, and then slash fuck! So here's what's going on. Um, you know, I talked last week about a girl putting in, I talked a little bit about um, a girl putting a notice and that the hiring and how that throws my rhythm off and blah, blah, blah. And it's all well and good. And we managed to find someone who um, fit the bill. I was going to hire. I gave her a call. She waited like over 36 hours to call me back. So I had to give it to this other person, person B. I just got a call from person B who has come in and filled out paperwork and was going to start today and she just called and said, I will not be showing up today. And I said, oh, are you just not showing up today or are you declining the position? And she, so she said, I'm declining the position. I said, ah, oh, fuck. So this girl has quit without even working a minute. Um, and I now had to call back person A and say, hey, unfortunately, I know that we had, you know, I gave you some bad news on Saturday about, you know, that I had to fill a position and you took so long to get back to me, but I've had significant issues with the other person and, you know, when, I'd like you to come in and fill out paperwork, you know, whenever you're available, if you're still interested in the job. So we'll see. I'm, I'm more than willing to give her, you know, more than a day to call me back. Um, I think it took her a little while to, to call me back last time. So I'm hoping this girl can come through. And if she does, she's going to be nicknamed the lifesaver. I will say that. So, Jesus Christ, I mean, really, like, just my stress level just shot through the roof. If you couldn't tell by my voice, my voice has dropped down an octave, if at all that's possible, um, because I'm sick. Um, that's that's on the list. But the, just the stress of being sick and not, you know, being at 100%, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck. The person we just hired just fucking quit, and now I've got to get this new person. Hopefully, I've got, I've got a plan B um, set up where if this girl doesn't call me, then I'm going to call this other girl and just be like, just fucking start. Um, I'll, I'll interview you. And if you're good, you're just, I'm going to hand you the fucking paperwork and you're going to fill it out. Um, the end. Um, I don't, I don't have the time to dick around right now. Um, and it's very unfortunate that of course this all happens around <clears throat> the schedule that would have the holidays on it. You know, when people are leaving town, that's why we're hiring someone. And it's just a fucking mess, just a fucking mess. So um, I'm going to slam through this stuff so that I can go tend to the crying child that is my day job, um, the child that never seems to stop crying. Um, we'll jump in with, uh, it's now the week after my birthday, which is fine. It's actually my friend's birthday, which I have to text him. I said that my dad had, you know, texted me, and I, I talked uh, last week about uh, some of the daddy issues since I just talked about him and then turned around and called my entire audience assholes for no reason. My birthday was fine. I stayed in. I got Sonic drive-in and watched Mad Men because I turned 34 on a Wednesday, so fuck off. You know, I mean, I'm an adult, and that's what you do when you're an adult. Um, you go to work. Nothing stops. I'm sick right now. Nothing stops. I, I yearn for the times when, you know, you thought the whole world revolved around you when you were seven. Because um, you're like, well, nothing happens because I'm in bed sick. Nothing can possibly happen. You know, the world has stopped. It's frozen outside. 
And when I go back, that's when everything starts back up. Like when Professor X, you know, stops the world with his mind, stops the people. Like that's how I imagined the world was like, um, that I was stopping them with my sickness. Um, I'm sick. Uh, I actually wish I would have recorded this a couple of days ago when I had the scratchy, what Deb calls my Tom Waits voice, which happened usually the first 48 hours of a cold that I've got. And it's just a cold. It's not... It's just a head cold. I'll shake it off, hopefully, by the end of the week. And, uh, but, you know, it's, it's just, once again, it's, it's stress upon stress with, you know, being stressed with the job, and then my body itself is stressed just fighting off this disease. Um, and, like, I, I think I've said this before, that I get sick once a year. It usually knocks me on my ass for a couple of days. This one I did not have. I could not stay down on the mat for this one. I, I had to get back up after the... Uh, the sickness punched me you know I had to you know come into work I had things to do it didn't matter how I felt um and that's just the reality of it we will talk about my dad a little bit um or we'll talk about it right now let's just jump into that um I had talked about on two weeks ago's uh no applause just the clap that you know I had watched this movie called this is where I leave you and it's kind of all about a, a family dealing with the loss of their father. And uh, I've talked on the show before that I've grieved my father, despite him not being dead. I've, I've grieved him as an emotional loss. But it was one of those, at the end of the movie, there's there's this great moment where um, Jason Bateman basically electrocutes himself by accident and has this fond memory of his dad and, and, and cries. And he's like, I remember this great moment with, with my dad who's, who's gone. And he finally grieves. And it was one of those, I, I went outside, and uh, I, I was stupid, because the minute I got out of cigarette guns, I was like, can I have one? And I went, sure. I, I, I should have been like, Dude, I just want to be alone. Like, can you just go smoke in the garage, or can you give me a minute? And then it would, but that invites the whole, like, well, what's going on? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to talk about it. I just kind of want to be alone and, and process this. But, like, we went outside, and I just kind of cried. I'll be honest. I got no problem with it. But I think it kind of set the mood uh in my in my head for the show and that didn't end well because I was trying to be um fun and you know kind of playful and I ended up becoming um I wouldn't say confrontational but I think my playfulness trying to engage Gonzo came off uh, very poorly and that was my fault uh absolutely I was I was kind of trying to I overcorrected my mood um and I don't think that anyone knew what was going on and uh so, I, you know, once again, I was processing, a, you know, a bit more about, you know, my dad, where I'm like, oh, my God, if he died, like, would it take a fucking electric shock for me to, like, think of a good memory? And I honestly have been, like, racking my brains for good memories of him, and it's like, oh, well, there's that, but then that makes me think of this horrible thing or, you know, whatever. So, and the bad memories are so much stronger than, than the good ones that I always think of those first. So, you know, I think I'm going to have to kind of... I'm almost going to uh, do, like, a weird um, memory eulogy with my dad. I'm, I'm going to try to remember some of the good times um, and try to make those stand out so much more than the bad times so I can remember him uh, more fondly, despite, once again, him not being dead. But he might as well be because, you know, just a text for my birthday after not saying anything for almost three years? Come on. Speaking of shooting the gap, the boys and I have a, a quote-unquote staff meeting, team meeting, um, the Sunday after we record this week, uh, where we're going to review the numbers, and I think we're going to decide whether it's still viable to do shooting the gap. Part of it is, uh, you know, Ryan's not having fun with it. Uh, I think the confrontation, you know, is getting a bit much. I think it's 
feeling more like a job than fun, and it shouldn't. Um, and we're worried about the numbers. And while we've seen, you know, leaps and bounds in terms of the Twitter marketing, I, I honestly have not really looked at if it's reflecting in um, unique listeners, which is what we need to be looking at, not subscriptions. So um, I'm going to put together kind of a uh, uh, kind of a breakdown of where we're at right now. I don't want to necessarily go into the meeting going, look, there's going to be a bunch of cool stuff happening next year. And then, you know, that's the carrot on the stick. If they don't want to do it, that's fine. And it's, you know, no harm, no foul. We walk away. You know, I've talked to them about this, and she said it's it's in their hands. It's their show. Yes, you're, you're the producer and, and the, uh, um, you know, CVO of, of the network. So ultimately, it's up to you. But you can't make them keep doing the show. And I said, absolutely not, and I would never do that to someone. But what I'm thinking is... If we, you know, cancel the show, you know, we do a wrap-up episode. Um, Instead of starting another podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, use that energy. I'm going to focus on making the network and No Plus Just the Clap as good and as big as I can get it. And then when we get to the point where we're looking to start another show, I can go to Ryan and Gonzo and go, look, this is what I've done here. I can do that again here because, you know, with your show, because maybe I'll have more funds. I'll have a bigger listenership. Um, the network will be more poised to, to do, um, you know, promotions that we haven't been able to really do yet. So I think, you know, I wouldn't call it hiatus. Um, I call it a Jesus-esque resurrection if that's what we do. Who knows? Deb and I might go, you know what, a sports show is great and it got a lot of, you know, engagement on social network but no one listened so and speaking of you know no one listening i had this this moment where while i was processing all this stuff from after watching the movie um that was i was smoking on on ryan's deck and you know i was thinking i was like i'd love to talk to the guys about what i'm feeling but they can't you know, Ryan and Ryan's dad and he have a good relationship as far as I know. Gonzo's I have no idea about I think Gonzo needs to do some of the work I've done. Um, but he's hasn't. He's not there. And so it's gonna be weird for me to talk about this thing that's you know, could be down the road for him. Or the but the point is that he wouldn't understand, you know, where I'm at now. And uh, I had no one to talk to about what I was feeling and I was just like, no one wants to hear me talk about this. No one wants hang around Debbie Downer regardless of you know if it's a one-off and I'm like look this is just for today this movie did something in my head and my emotions and I said talk about it I'm sure they would have let me I mean they're my friends but you know I think they'd have been like yeah but we're here to do a sports show not listen to your bitch don't you have your own show to do that I would say yeah absolutely but you know what I had this like moment of realization which I, I've talked about the, the line from um not Sea Anemone, uh, but um, I typed for Miles by, by one of my favorite bands, Jets Brazil, where he says, no one cares your voice is average and how that used to pain me. I've talked about this before. But it was really the, the reality, the, the, the lead reality of th- those lines hit me last weekend where I was like, no one's listening to you. No one wants to hear you bitch about this stuff. Now, this show is radically different. This show, I'm not canceling. It can't be canceled. I'm the only one doing it, and I'm the CVO. Meh, 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 meh. But I do this show not for listeners. I do it for me. 
Now, I've got friends that listen to this because it's quicker and easier than a phone call some days, you know, or they kind of get what's going on in my week, uh, you know, bam, 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 bam. Um, or I'm doing it for others who just kind of come across this and go, oh, it's sort of a self-help uh, podcast in the literal sense of that I'm trying to help myself. And if other people can hear me do this and it inspires them or they go, oh, I feel the same way or I've had similar things and how do you deal with this? And oh, that's how he's dealing with it. I'll try that. I'm not saying I'm doing it the right way or wrong way. It's, it's a my way and your way. Absolutely. But, you know, if my way you try and it works for you, then fucking fantastic. So, you know, it's it's. I wrote down, no one wants to hear me bitch, but you know what? I want to hear me bitch, and that's the important part. This isn't for listenership. This is so I don't plow my car into a goddamn fucking mall or daycare or something, and, and you know, like, I don't, I don't flip my shit. Like, so many people seem to be doing because they have no emotional outlets. I wanted to bring this up, I know applause just to clap, but, uh, you know, it really does seem like we're living in the reality where Biff got the almanac, you know, where where future Biff has the almanac. It's it's fucking ridiculous just how crappy the handbasket is that this world is going to hell in. Ugh, it's mind-blowing. That's it. I'll, I'll, I'll save. Uh, there's a new podcast out that I'm listening to um, here and there. I'm kind of picking and cherry-picking uh, the episodes out right now, but um, I'll talk about that next week because I think it'd be a good one to um, really... Uh, knockout in in some detail. Um, so I, I, you know, I I I I just you can hear it in the voice that you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm easily agitated because I'm sick. But but goddamn, you know, find someone to fucking talk to and get shit off your chest. I can't stress that enough. Whether it's uh, a, a podcast like this, or, or or your romantic partner, or a parent, or you just fucking tape a paper plate with a drawing of a face on a pillow and, and talk to it like it's some kind of fluffy Wilson, you know, fucking whatever. Or fuck it, talk to a volleyball. What, like, whatever. You know, it stopped fucking Tom Hanks from going crazy and Survivor the movie. It works, it'll work for you. I guarantee it. So anyway, uh, from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!